0: hello hello what up (laughs) we back okay we'll start with that yeah sounds good (laughs) welcome to the lamp lighter way guys yeah (laughs) welcome to the (laughs) lamp lighter way podcast another episode with ryan kirkpatrick and myself kevin blair hope to have some guests on here pretty soon we've got a few that we've been (laughs) discussing and so we'll we'll get some guest people on here so you don't have to listen just to us us
1: getting in the weeds today
0: (laughs) yes but we're going to try to keep this one a little bit shorter and um, talking about dark horses today. So Ryan, we want to know where does the term dark horse come from? Why are we talking about this today? Why does that matter? And then what are the key attributes of a dark horse that are worth leaning into? So uh, I can start with this first question, just giving a brief 30 second background on where does this actual term come from?
1: Well, no surprise. It comes from horse racing. I got to say though, right now, the theme song uh, from Switchfoot, Dark Horse's album which came out probably, I don't know, 15 years ago. That's playing in my head. Oh, really? Is that so good? 15 years old? I feel like it is. Yeah, that would put me, man, maybe even older. I'm 40. Closing on 42, bro. There you go. There you go. But uh, the term dark horse coming from horse racing
0: to where horse gamblers essentially would call, it was probably a dark horse, maybe darker colored of some sort that they said, oh, the dark horse, I don't know what that is. I don't. I haven't seen that horse before. Shadowing. It's a wild card. It's yeah. it's mysterious, right. and really, what it came down to is the house didn't know how to put odds on this horse. Right. They just didn't have enough context. Couldn't quantify it, but it could easily upset somebody, or it could be, you know, big loser too. Nobody knew. Nobody right. knew. So, anyway, that's where it comes from. So, Ryan, why is this important? Why are we talking about this today?
1: Yeah. So, with, with an attempt to at not get in the weeds because this is a more subjective type of topic, but. Uh, it started with a conversation around the underdog and, you know, there's not a person on the planet that hasn't had a point in their life with uh, a conversation, whether it's internally, the inner dialogue you give with yourself or people outside of you saying, Hey, you're never going to be able to do that. You know, you're, you're not worthy. Um, yeah. Just thinking about that dog, you know, just like with the bottom teeth out. (sighs) Right. Yeah. So like, yeah, the underdog itself is, I visualize the same thing. It's like a very small. Little chihuahua looking dog. Right. The worst. I'm sorry for (laughs) chihuahua lovers. That or Yorkies bother me too. Right. They just. All bark. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If everything was bigger than you, you know, that's like, you you can understand why they do it, but. Fight or flight. But that's why uh, we went from that conversation to like, yeah, you, you, you want to identify like things of an underdog are, are, awesome and they're empowering. Yeah. And so, but the reality, the truth is, is that, you know, especially with the way the economy has gone and job loss and, and yeah, who's this for, yeah, all sorts of things going on right now that, you know, I'll, you know, our attempt is really to give a little definition to the next step of that, to give medicine, because you are worthy and God sees you as worthy. And he is, he has created a specific skills in you, spiritual gifts, to, uh, you know, to help you down the road and obviously at the end of the day, glorify him. And so, uh, well, that can also, to just,
0: just to add to yeah. that, you know, people that are in jobs right now that are getting laid off yes. really because of, um, a spreadsheet, you know, it's, right. it's not based on value. It's actually based on, man, this person's expensive probably because you are valuable right? and they're just cutting it even with the repercussions that come from that. And so I think even if you're not being laid off from your job, you may be questioning your own worth of, yes. am I next? It could be a they,
1: playground mentally for,
0: yeah. You know. Men- uh, anyway, just wanted to toss that in there. Yeah.
1: No, that's good. So, so the good news that we want to share today is the, we feel strongly the dark horse is an evolution of the underdog. So if you think of the underdog, like you said, <laughs> chihuahua hidden in, you know, the lady's jacket when she comes into you know the store. And I mean, yes. they're so small. You can just put them in their pocket to you know, a horse is, and there's some examples in the Bible about uh, how how God you know describes the horse as well. But it's a very strong wild beast that it has an essence about yeah. it too. Yeah, and it's ca- very capable, and you are too. And so, to me, a dark horse is action behind the beginning thoughts or talk of wanting you know an underdog. It's now you're past an underdog to wow, like this 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 thing has has strong capability. we don't quite even know from the outside what capability it has, but we need to understand. You can see the muscles, like, right?
0: That thing looks like it has a lot of potential to do some damage. In right. A good way. It's built for something. Right. Definitely yeah. built for something. So, you know, what attributes should we be leaning into in our, you know, I, I would say there are seasons of being a dark horse sometimes. And I don't think that's the end goal. we can get to that too. But, you know, during the season of, feeling like a dark horse, maybe feeling a little bit ostracized, what can the listener that's hearing this and identifies with this, what should they be thinking about more often?
1: So, you know, I I think to add a little color to the, you know, to the experience of what, what I perceive a dark horse goes through is there's a lone wolf aspect uh, some of the dark horse journey. Um, I know I've been told that positive negative ways in my life and, and do perceive that about myself, but there's a journey and I I relate it to what, you know, the 40 days in the desert for, for Jesus himself with, you know, there's a time of isolation basically. And that time as a man, at least is a growing time, but it's also a lonely time, right? Right. Like you're figuring stuff out and it's really you trying to connect. And so the dark horse, I believe comes, you know, has always is a part of that story of like, Hey, it was a story of overcoming, but starts with brokenness, you know, and it goes from there. And it's not always going to be that way. If you stay as a, you know, what we're talking about a dark horse today, it's, it's similar to the four stages of development with, uh, in the previous podcast, we, we gave survival, stability, success, significance. If you're staying there, then you're not going to get to the next place that really, you know, in my mind, the Lord would want you to be.
0: Yeah. And you talk about feeling isolated, you know, I, I think for myself, uh, didn't think about this until now, but you know my underdog story started when I got diagnosed with Tourette's. Yes, you know at eight.
1: It's a great story to share. And, you know,
0: and I over here and I share it, and I'm very open about um, the it's a neurological disorder that I still have and 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 fight essentially every day. But you know, I, I heard the doctors telling my mom, you know, hey, he's going to have a really hard time making friends. He's probably going to need. A special assistant in school and you know, that could have gone one of two ways. So I, I think, you know, the person that's listening to this, I was fortunate to use that as energy and I had the place to do that, but I also can see where it would have broken someone down completely. And so being able to transfer that to uh, energy to essentially prove them wrong. Like I wanted yeah. to prove them wrong uh, at first, but then I wanted to prove myself right that yeah. I was worth that. And, um, you know, I could, I had, I couldn't do it alone forever, but it mm. felt very lonely in the moment.
1: Right. Cause the, everybody you perceive is down the road, older, like the people you listen to. Right. Or like you, doctors, hey, you're never you know, going to be I was what you hope you would want to be. Right. And wow.
0: they're coming in with the white coats, you know, and I have a different view. Like my wife is in that industry and she does not practice that way. Mm. Um, but she knows she's in it and she sees it, that it happens,
1: but um. yeah. It makes me think of uh, you were sharing David and Goliath too. I I'm so glad you shared that story mm-hmm. with in relation to ship to this too. And David walking in, I know you were sharing that. I'd love to hear. Yeah. I mean, David walks in
0: and they need someone to go fight Goliath. And, you know, even if people aren't too familiar with the, the granular part of that story, they right. know David is someone that is considered probably a dark horse to go fight Goliath, which is this big monster in, in the community And we have the day of David and Goliath moments all the time when we're relating that to ourselves. But one thing that David knew and one thing that you brought up, Ryan, was David knew what he was good at. And he knew his his skill set, and his skill set was the slingshot. And he didn't need all the armor that everybody perceived that he needed to be successful.
1: Or he didn't need people to go hype him up either. Be like, yes. "Oh, you're so good at this." He's In fact, like, he had to
0: he had to block out the haters. I was right. like, "Yeah, y'all yeah. think what you need to think. I've got some other things behind me." So, right. and was very precise. You know, didn't take much, and uh, we all know that there was he was victorious. So. You know, that in our lives, I think really just comes down to, you've got those David and Goliath moments, you may feel down and out, but using that energy and knowing, especially in in David's scenario, there's that faith component behind it. um, You can really go accomplish a lot.
1: Yeah. And then having a, you know, building off of that and, you know, closing out this session, you know, God disciplines those he loves. And so, you know, as a dark horse, that that's not where it ends, Yeah. It's not
0: punishment. That's a good point.
1: Right. It's not punishment.
0: It's actually the, the journey and the evolution.
1: And so a key ash. if you're, if you're wondering like, okay, like this sounds great and wow, you know, obviously it, it's something that Ryan and Kevin connect with, you know, discipline is going to get you there. Not like bootstrapping discipline, like we talked about in the last uh, session, but, but discipline of saying, okay, like there's a mission and there is a higher power that has created me. And it's more than just money in the checking account or, uh, influence on the internet, you know, whatever the thing is, it's more than that. And so what will get me there? So it is discipline and, you know, it's really discipline in understanding those gifts that you have and being, you know, working hard on getting, just getting outside yourself and thinking of others. And so that, you know, real estate could just mean working with a first time home buyer. Yeah. And, you know, I've been doing this now since 08, you know, if I'm not in a good state and I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I've got another home to show versus this is literally the f- the first time this family's buying a home and they're so excited and they're stressed. And maybe the young, young husband yeah. is not is scared to show fear. Like, oh, I've got it, but we know better. Now we can walk them through that as they're having the courage to take those steps. And then ultimately, yeah, you're uh, a good spot for them yeah. mentally. And ultimately we're meant to live in community. So I'm grateful for finding my fellow dark horses, uh, here. Yeah. The misfits, right?
0: Yeah. Um, there's, there's beauty in that. And I think everybody to some Proud extent to say feels it. like a misfit. Right. Um, individuality is really important that's our in American tent.
1: culture. Yeah. But that's our tent, right? But that's, yeah. that's the light we're, we're shining.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, if anybody has any dark horse moments that they would love to share with us, please do. We always love to hear back from people who are getting value out of this. And, uh, That's all for now. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks, everyone.
1: Sounds great. Thanks, guys.